On and off the street podcast, where we talk about everything on and off the streets from automotive racing to personal growth, recent events, and debatable topics within the racing community, and stories of personal life experiences. Once again, with that being said, we are back again for yet another episode of On and Off the Streets podcast. Today, I am welcomed and hanging out with one of my longest friends here in the state of Oklahoma. I want to say, and anybody can fight me on this, if they have a problem with it, go ahead and you can pull up at my address, but the uh, queen of metal in all things SVT Cobra, SVT Sam, Samantha Murley. How are you? I'm great. How are Dude, you? Dude, it's so awesome to see you, especially after so long. I know it's been a minute for the both of us to get together. And like we were talking before we started the podcast, it's just not getting out as much anymore. Right. You kind of being adults, grow up and you, know. you get a, a lake house with a lake boat and you go to more heavy it's metal kinda, concerts. Than... Dude, it happens. <laughs> it happens. It's so bad. But we've known each other probably since like 20... 16 2017 it's been quite a while because i remember i don't remember if it was when i got the evo or if i still had the volkswagen at the time like i first started meeting you i remember when i was working at bmw you i think you had just bought your evo Mm -hmm. and i remember i had just gotten my ccws for the cobra and Mm -hmm. that's when you shot pictures of the car and that had to have been like 2015 dude it was such a long time ago yeah it was probably even with my first camera like my t5 rebel (laughs) the basic of basic well like i said dude it's awesome to have you and we'll get into some things we've got a lot to talk about kind of with the back and forth and uh i'll go ahead and apologize for the amount of drool that athena is trying to come and give you all the love she's very sweet and she's so awesome rope with me so i apologize i thought about like (laughs) do i need to like lock her in the backyard do i need to get her doggy daycare (laughs) like how are we gonna you need like a disclaimer for her like in your intro and uh you know (laughs) <laughs> may be interrupted Co-host by uh, a yeah, you know? 140 pound mastiff coming in and out yeah. of the podcast um but one thing so i obviously being friends with you for so long we've never actually had like a one-on-one hangout that or other than just seeing each other out in public and on social right. media yeah. so i'm excited to learn about you um more on the personal side and especially uh where you're from i know you went to osu for college mm-hmm. Um, where did you graduate? Where did you go to school when you were younger? Kind of how did you grow up? Yeah, so I am born and raised in the 405. Very, very nice. So, yeah, very so nice. Uh, Oklahoma City. Um, I grew up here and I went to Bishop McGinnis High School. That's where I graduated from really? high school. Mm-hmm. Really? So I'm a private school kid. That's I know crazy. I might get some shit for that, <laughs> you know, silver spoon or whatever. But <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. So went to Bishop McGinnis and then uh, went to OSU for college and uh, what, got my degree there. What was your degree for? Okay, don't laugh. I may so laugh. So I got my degree in studio art. Why would I laugh at that? That's cool. Well, it's an art degree. Okay? That is cool. What the hell am I going to do with that, right? <laughs> yeah. My reasoning behind that was is I 
I love cars and I wanted to get into automotive design. So That's so badass. No, yeah. that's so that awesome. That was like my dream that got shot down by professors and uh, Really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. I just didn't try hard enough. I got my degree and I feel like I, I have some professors I need to go I jump. Said, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was fun. Well, so um when it comes to the SVT that you're primarily known for, and that's kind of got you blown up all over the right. internet, did you have that going into high school or going out of high school? Is that a before college thing? I know no. the famous White Castle photo. Right, yeah. So actually, my first car was a 1967 Camaro. Really? Really. Um, it was Hugger Orange, White Stripes. Uh, 327 uh -huh. four-speed automatic uh -huh. loved that car that's so bad through high school yeah uh i really regret getting rid of it but senior year of high school i was dating a guy and uh -oh. he had a 04 mustang gt uh -oh. and i <laughs> thought it was so fun red flag red cool. flag red flag <laughs> So I was a Camaro girl initially. Yeah. I wanted like the SS, you know, the sunburst orange SS. So when the time came, I was talking to my dad. I wanted something with air conditioning because, uh -huh. um, man, it's hot in Oklahoma in the All summer. the time. You know, yeah. you know, I'd be drenched in sweat. But when you're 16, 17 years old, you really don't care about that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, you can you can endure that. But then going into college, my dad also wanted something with airbags. Yeah. So went and drove a couple of Camaros, like the Catfish body style. Uh -huh. And I hated my seating position in that car. Yeah. I'm kind of short. So I sat so low. I feel like I couldn't see over the hood. And we have to let everybody know this was probably like before on the verge of electronic seats and like yeah. heated this seats like and air-cooled seats. Like and... the 09 Camaro came <laughs> yeah. out, you know. So before all the retro stuff, like yeah, the yeah, catfish yeah. car, that was it. You had like the pull-up lever on the front that yeah. you had to like slide forward and slide backward. Right. So again, boyfriend had the GT. Yeah. I would drive that car periodically. And I loved how I sat in the car. Uh -huh. I liked seating position, shifter and everything. It was fun to drive. And um, so that's when I started the search and we found my Mach 1. So uh -huh. I had a Mach 1 before the Cobra. What color was that one? Competition orange. Oh, really? Is that the one in the photo? Or is the no. SVT the one in the photo? SVT is the one in the okay, photo. Okay, I so. might vaguely remember the Mach 1, but I always thought I they were the have, same yeah, car. Yeah, I didn't have it very long. So I had the Mach 1. Um, I got it like my birthday, senior year of high school. So uh -huh. that would have been 2010, February 2010. Yeah. And then um, had it to until 2011 when I got the Cobra. So drove it freshman year of college. A little in a sophomore year of college, living at the Kappa House. Mm -hmm. and, oh, uh, no. All the guys ate that shit up, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's this Kappa with an <laughs> orange Mustang. I would literally go out and people go, wait, you got the orange Mustang, oh right? Oh, my and gosh. I, yeah, that's me. Oh, no. So, yeah, then found uh, found the Cobra on svtperformance.com. That's crazy. So that was probably back before all the so, Facebook marketplace yeah, and no all the Facebook forums. No Facebook marketplace. And, forums dude, were isn't it. that wild to think about? Man, you think the internet is a rough place yeah. now? Yeah. You have never been through the gauntlet <laughs> of SBT performance. <laughs> I was on like, oh my God. I mean, I was a cocky 19-year-old girl with yeah. an 04 Cobra. I yeah. mean... Like, and it's so silly, but I mean, no dudes from all different ages eat oh, that up. Yes, yeah. Yes and no. Yeah. I mean, you know, some guys thought I was God's gift to earth. Yeah. And then 
some people just really hated it, you know, too. I mean, they're like, oh, there's this girl that her dad bought a car for, you know. And that's all they wanted to think about. Yeah. I can't so, stand people. So I, yeah, I got it. But we, uh, anyways, found it on SVT Performance. Um, the car was in Illinois, just right outside St. Louis. Uh-huh. So uh, dad and I took a trailer out to St. Louis, um, drove, and went and picked the car up. And it was the most beautiful thing I've ever and seen in the world. you literally fell for it right then and there. <laughs> it was it. That's I awesome. Was, it was my dream car. I, you know, I didn't know they made the Mustang in orange, let alone competition orange, which is yeah. such a good color. Now, did that color come from going to Oklahoma State University, or does that just happen to be a favorite color? I think color? it just kind of happened to be a favorite color. Um, really? Because my Camaro was similar, Hugger it, Orange, yeah. just real similar to Comp, but um, yeah. it's just such a unique. I mean, it looks good, color. especially on the black CCWs that you have it on. That orange on black yeah, always it, looks, it looks so good. nice. So. Back before your catfish, um, what got you kind of going into cars? Like, is it something that family just brought in and you kind of got hooked on? Did your dad bring that into you or? Yes. So, uh, dad has always been in the cars. Uh-huh. So when I was a little baby, dad actually had a Porsche 944 Turbo. Oh no shit. Yeah. Really? So that's what I was brought home from the hospital in that's when I was so awesome. a newborn. So that car didn't have a back seat like most Porsches. <laughs> so my poor mother, who just had a baby, <laughs> my dad stuffed her in the back seat, and then I get to ride shotgun <laughs> home. <laughs> so always been in the cars. Uh, remember setting up Hot Wheels tracks with my dad, yeah. going through the house, launching them off of our <laughs> uh, fireplace, and yeah. seeing which ones were the fastest. Yeah, but, that's so awesome. Yeah, always grew up. I always grew up around cars. My dad's had a lot of cool stuff. 63 yeah. Corvette split windows. Which AC, I've, Aurora, I've seen him back when Cars and Coffee was at North Park Mall. Yeah. I used to see him pull up every now and then. But once again, it was just one of those things I was never like formally introduced or want to talk yeah. to him. But he always had something flashy he, that he pulled up in. He just goes through cars like crazy. He's just, I think he likes the chase yeah. of like the buying the cars and the rush yeah. of buying the cars. And then he... He doesn't keep them long enough to do maintenance on them, all uh-huh. the changes and stuff. So that was a big reason when Is it like my cars came due for service when I was younger. I was like, hey, Dad, um, what do I do? Can you help me here? <laughs> like, I don't I help. <laughs> was, it, was it like a flipper hobby for him or was it just something new was always coming out or grabbing his eye that he just wanted to go and get? Um, probably a little bit of both. Uh-huh. Um, he likes to make money on cars, even if it's just a little bit, but... Um, I think more so the chase and he loves yeah. like either flying to get them, driving Tracking them home them down, or yeah. yeah, finding them. Cause like his Corvette he found in one of those old auto trader magazines, yeah. um, was a barn find essentially. It had yeah. a rat's nest in oh, it. Oh, that's and, the um, golden one. There you go. Yeah. But it was a matching numbers car. So yeah. it was cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And then he had a 65 Mustang fastback. I mean, I can name a whole bunch of stuff. You can go on and on <laughs> I and on. Go we'll, on. We need to get him on. Yeah, we'll, we need I, to, yeah he would not gonna, shut up. We're so going to have to get him on You sometime. would have trouble we'll have to getting do another, him out the door. I've got two more microphones. <laughs> we will do another episode. Yeah, but dad is who, yeah. I had a pink Power Wheels Corvette uh-huh. growing up. That was a Barbie Corvette. I think I've seen that picture. Didn't you post that picture little, at some yeah, point? Yeah, I was like little yeah. and uh, I didn't like the color pink when I was little, of course. Yeah. So we painted it red, That's which badass. is now... Not my favorite color, but 
<laughs> yeah, I, but, I was never a little girly girl. So, like, us growing up, um, I had always seen, like, you guys sharing the passion, and you would go to, like, Mustang Week or the mm-hmm. uh, one up in Stillwater, the Mustang show. You guys used to hit yeah. that annually every yeah, year. Yeah, so we um, – I have been to Mustang Week a couple times. I actually drove the Cobra out to Mustang Week, which is in Myrtle Beach, uh-huh. um, in 2012. So, yeah. me and three of our friends – me and my cousin and then one of my friends at the time uh, – we literally pulled like an all-nighter and I drove, drove. like 22 hours. That's I drove the wild. Cobra I-40, you know, yeah. through the Smoky Mountains. It was awesome. Yeah. I was so tired at the end. But the yeah. Cobra, okay, this was before the Whipple and the E85 and everything. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Man, she ran like a champ. You were, she, you were able to get away with it back then. <laughs> yeah. And then since then, I've been two other times, I think, um, and it's been trailered both times. Yeah. And then uh, the Mid-America Shelby meet in Tulsa. Um, is that other one. And it used to be a really good show, I uh-huh. think. I don't know what happened. I don't know if, like, entry fees just got to be too expensive. Are they crazy now or what? Um, uh, after COVID, it just kind of became more of, like, a cars and coffee type deal. Yeah. It gets and for me like to drive out to Tulsa now is just, like, yeah. for, like, a little event like that, I'm like, eh. Yeah. And that's kind of, again, what we were talking about. I feel the same way these days about, like, IFO. IFO used to be the shit. Anybody and everybody used to go to import face-off down in Noble, and it would be an all-weekend thing. Yeah. And uh, now it's just another event that just comes on through. I think I've only been to IFO maybe one dude, time. It's just not as crazy. It used to be. It used yeah. to be. Uh, so I I grew up, as you know, in the imports. You knew me when I first got the right. Evo. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, you know, you would have these built S2Ks on huge-ass turbo setups and these yeah. Hondas that Overnighted are like. Overnighted parts from Japan. Dude, you could literally shoot them with an yeah. AK and they would continue going down the track. <laughs> but now it's just not like that anymore. You don't see these big franchises and these attention grabbers coming out to these small events. And Everybody that was a thing, too, I think, of why Mid-America kind of died off is because I remember going when I first got the Cobra in uh-huh. 2012, and like I remember Kicker being there, all yeah. these big sponsors, and yeah. then it just kind of dwindled out. Do you think it, it's kind of the power of the internet like it has its pluses but as negatives because back then people like that had to show up to right. show their product and to right. grab you know attention from the fans and to show up and show out and now it's kind of social media anything and everything yeah you just i totally post up. yeah i totally agree with that and it was interesting going throughout the years because i've had the cobra so long um you know the first couple of years there were a lot of 0304 cobras uh-huh. like in my class and stuff yeah and then uh, i think the past two times i went i think the last time i went was 2019 it was like me and my buddy zach yeah so it's yeah. just like me and him i was like all right cool man first you're and like, second you're awesome looking around in the parking lot wondering where everybody else is i was at. like uh all these cobras in the junkyard or yeah. what happened to them dude and to talk about that it's super super sad because um So when I moved to Colorado and I had gotten the Evo in 2017, 2016, um, I used to go out there. I forgot you moved out there. Yeah, I was out there for like three, three and a half years. Um, And Bandamir had the craziest events. Craziest events. It would be super packed. I just saw that they're closing down. They're closing down, dude. That's a shame. That's the second big track I've seen lately. It's horrible. And it's like, it's who's going to bring all the events and who's going to bring all the people from out of state. And but you know, it's people like us here. We are sitting talking like all these events suck. (laughs) We don't don't go anymore. And now we're like also crying. We're so old. Because (laughs) the tracks are shutting down. Well, we're the reason the tracks are shutting down. We're not going. (laughs) We suck. So I am formally sorry 
to all of the tracks that are shutting down because it's people like me. Well, I am stoked to say that Texas 2K is now coming to Dallas next year. I saw that. I think I'm going to go. It's exciting. I think I'm going to go for the And I remember growing up, I was like, you going to... 2k you gonna 2k i was like my car makes like 400 horsepower (laughs) i don't think i can go back then that used to be all you needed oh well now you need like 1200 1500 plus ridiculous the uh i think the last gtr that set the world record makes like 22 or 2300 to the wheel (laughs) what do you even do with that (laughs) i don't 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 know know. (laughs) you literally go straight and straight only i'd be like all right cool (laughs) dude it's insane it's got a like a big enough fuel cell to get down Uh, the track and then you immediately cut it back off and it probably does but people just go for records nowadays, yeah, so it's nuts. Scary. Um, but I am excited about that. Uh, Streetcar Takeover is coming to Oklahoma City uh, May 19th, 20th weekend. I, hot. I told you I plan on getting the bike ready for that. Yeah. Um, I'll get out and go see some people have some fun. Um, but I don't know if the night events will be like they used to be. Um, with the street Man, takeovers, yeah, I used taking to have over. so much fun at dude, the Twin Peaks meets. Dude, it used to be another event. Everyone and yeah. anyone would get together. We'd see all the you know friends that we no longer see anymore, mm-hmm. all in one night. You, everybody, right. everybody, all in one night, you could see. Yeah. Um, and now, like you know, events. Me and Justin were talking about this last episode. Uh, street takeovers and shit like that going on in Oklahoma yeah, City. Yeah, that's such a new dude. Hood- hoodlums, I, I don't man. Get these it. kids. I don't I get it. But um, because of that, like Oklahoma City OCPD is uh, shooting up uh, ordinances to like impound your car for a minimum really? of sixty to ninety days oh and gosh. straight to jail. And Ooh. so it's like, even though we're not on the good side of street racing, yeah, we're doing it on highways, which I think is much safer than doing it on urban streets or city streets. But it's like, is it worth that risk of finding <laughs> out? <laughs> I want to find out. I'm like, I don't know if my bike looks good enough to be on the back of a tow truck. Yeah. I mean, I'd be like, I mean, I've seen my car on the back of a tow truck plenty of times. She looks pretty good, but I don't But it's for breakdowns, not not getting arrested. Yeah. I don't think I want to pay that fine. Yeah. But so I like uh, back then, you know, we used to have RS fuels. We used to have like the Twin Peaks. We used to do, we used to be in those parking lots until like 2 a.m. I mean, yeah. When I was first getting into the car scene, Back in 2011, 2012. It was like when I had the Mach 1. Uh-huh. Um, 39th was a big deal. It was slammed. That's 39th so 39th was a big deal. You would cruise up and down 39th. People would be posted. I think people still go there. They do. Because um, I had been out there, I say recently, maybe like a year, two years ago. But people still meet up at Volkswagen and yeah. hang out. And then uh, I remember we'd go from 39th to, like, this car wash on Council, which... Yep, we were talking about that, too, Council, Northwest Expressway. Yeah, yeah. which has now turned into one of those fancy drive-through washes. It's not the... Is it really? Yeah, I it's, not, up the, there it's so not the long. auto wash anymore. Yeah. Um, and then we'd go on the highway. Yeah, and cruise um, all around. Yeah, all around. Kilpatrick Turnpike. Yeah. And then we'd end up some random, like, <laughs> industrial <laughs> building parking lot, like... By Frontier City, and I'm like, yeah. where the hell yeah. am I? Like, so that old spot, they put a fence up and around. Ooh, they finally I mean, got tired yeah. of people. Yeah, they put a whole fence up there, so that spot's not even a They're thing. They're tired of people hanging out there until 4 a.m. Yeah. I mean, people got to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I would remember going to that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was me and like a bunch of like New Edge buddies. From, yeah. They were all from like Midwest City, real cool guys. Um, yeah. 
So in going back to you getting an introduction and getting to the car scene, were you kind of more on the street side or the show side, or did both of those worlds clash uh, um, on the on the same spectrum? And you kind of went to like the 39th and also the right. the Mustang Week and the Cars and Coffee. Or... I mean, it was a little bit of both. I uh-huh. mean, um, when I was younger, I really wanted to, you know, drag race, yeah. street race, and do all that. Yeah. And then um, kind of hit with reality. I was like, man. Stuff is expensive Dude, when it breaks. it's horrible. <laughs> That's why I have a roll race bike and, and not a drag bike. you know, bike. I was daily driving. I was daily driving the Mach 1. I was yeah. daily driving the Cobra. So, so I was like, that's if this thing breaks, I am SOL. <laughs> I don't get a loner car. <laughs> you know? It's like... So on that, uh, did you have the Mach 1 and you sold that for the Cobra and then you just had the Cobra? So there was a brief layover time where I had both at the same time, uh-huh. which was pretty cool. Yeah, which was nice, I'm sure. But it didn't last very long. So, so. you you transition over into the Cobra. You had finally yeah. brought that back. Mm-hmm. When did you start getting into keeping it from as original as you can to start modern stuff out? Well, uh, it was pretty modified when I got it. Uh-huh. Um, I actually was so naive um i didn't do my research really on the car <laughs> that car was hurt when i bought really? it really yeah no way in hindsight yes it was it, what um, was wrong with it i mean i don't know ultimately mm-hmm. but the motor blew like two three months into me owning the car shut up yeah what? i put it on the dyno um at uh what's chuck's shop in uh, you know by the outlet mall I know where you're talking Alternative about. Alternative Motorsports. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, shout out Mike Henson. I love him. He, uh, that I, dude's been around forever too. He's great. Yeah. He's helped me so much with that, with the Cobra. But I posted a long time ago. I was like, I want to put my car on a dyno, see how much power it makes, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, put it on the dyno there. It made like 396, mm-hmm. but it had like pulley, you know, tune supposedly. And it was like smoking. And I was like. I think I made a comment in my video. I was like, I hope this thing doesn't blow up. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. And it about. didn't blow up that day, but a couple months later, out in Stillwater, really? she blew. You think it was yeah. just knocking from the get-go? Well, it wasn't knocking, but she was definitely... Yeah. There was something wrong. She had been yeah. she had been beat on. She'd so been around. So what was the rebuild process like, or what did you decide to go with? What was kind um, of the... Did you... Was there a time where you're like, I'm selling it and getting something new, or did you want to keep it? No, I wanted to keep it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I begged and pleaded with dad. I was like, well, when I couldn't really, s- he didn't want to sell the car as like yeah. a blown motor or a shell or yeah, anything a like roller. that. Yeah. So had really no option but to fix it. So that's when Mike came in and uh, helped us in the rebuild process. We ended up initially like boring the car just a little bit. And yeah. Since dad was financing the whole thing at the time, because I was still in college. Yeah. You know, no money, broke kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much back to stock. Yeah. Dad likes everything stock, yeah. you know? So I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll get my car back. Yeah. And Either then, way you get to drive again. Yeah, yeah. I was happy. Yeah. And then a couple months later after that, I actually was on highway 33 mm-hmm. out by Langston university. I think it's highway 33 Yeah. yeah between yeah. Langston and Stillwater. Yeah. And I was like being stupid one night and I said, Oh, I think I'm going to do a pull to one, see if I can get this bitch up to 160. <laughs> so I did. I got it up to 160, and I was like, oh, wow, that's really scary. And then I. Did you have the Whipple on it at the time? No. No. So this okay. is after okay, okay, okay. rebuild, okay? Yeah, Maybe yeah, like yeah. a couple months later. Yeah. I get back home, and like the next day, my roommate at the time, he was a car guy, he was like, hey, you know your motor's knocking? Oh, no. I was like, 
Wait, what? Are you serious? Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, do you hear that? I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and so then Hintz, you're like, take it Hintz back. begins take rebuild it, number two. Back. Yeah. So I blew the motor in that car twice. Uh, second time though, like the first motor was done, mm-hmm. toast, couldn't really do anything else with it. So then we just went with an aluminum four, six short block and mm-hmm. That was uh, that. Is this all stuff you had to like go and resource and find online, or was it like um, again just eBay and stuff like that? No, again, Mike uh, yeah. did all of that. Um, yeah. I've got a picture of like him with like the Ford racing crate in his truck. That's and pretty badass. It's actually pretty cool because when we did do my Whipple build initially uh-huh. uh, back in 2015. Um, my block is actually stamped with my name on it, which is that's which badass. Is cool. yeah, yeah, it's got it's got like S and then my maiden last name Garvey. Yeah. yeah, and then I think it's got the last of the VIN on my car. That's badass. Uh, which is pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's a neat little a little, little, little treat there. there. Yeah. So you're like, I keep blowing this. I just keep getting more rewards. So <laughs> maybe if I blow this one, I'll have to turn into like a coffee table. Or <laughs> if the car ever gets sold. A little piece of that would me be will always be with it. Table. Yeah, I, dude. Got my I've name always, on it. I've always wanted to get like uh, back when I was a little stance boy. I always wanted to get oh, like a, a coffee table, like right. wheel table or something like that. I thought yeah. those were so cool. I know. Yeah. I've got. I actually have a Turbo S 911 Turbo S wheel in my garage um, that I got off of a car from work that uh-huh. was in like an insurance deal uh-huh. and. Uh, I don't know what to do with it. Dude, I'm like, should I turn it into a, a clock? Should I turn it into a table? Should I, I just sell it because it's free be money? Cool. I think a table or something. Some I know, kind I'm of thinking furniture. like maybe like if we get a shop initially. So then. you didn't see this, but if you go into my my living room and look around, mm-hmm. you could see I have like brake rotors on my wall, and then I have oh like motorcycle sprockets on the wall, and then I have like a Brembo brake. Single on my, guy on my on my table. Single guy using car parts. <laughs> So I'm sorry. You were saying if you get a shop, furniture. if you you guys build up, yeah, a I shop. think it'd be like a, a cool bar table. Yeah, I think make it like badass. a tall table. And so it's kind of funny you say that. Those Turbo S wheels. When I was in the Volkswagen game, uh, a lot of people would grab those and they throw them on their Mark Fours and Mark Fives. Shit, man! I don't know they, where they get that money. Then, dude, they look really, They're really expensive. good. They are. It's a yeah. center. It's a center lock wheel. Yeah, too. Yeah. So yeah. they used to get like adapters, and you'd buy the adapter know. and you transition over, and people would run those. Uh, that sounds sketchy. Turbo S wheels on their on their Mark IV. So they've got a five thousand dollar Mark IV, and then Probably they've got twenty thousand dollar wheels on it. Dude, just, nice. Yeah, Volkswagen kids are stupid. That's something else me and Justin talked about. <laughs> uh, turbo Porsche twist. Look at this. That's a that's a bad one, but like that right there. If it loads, see. Oh, that's not a center lock wheel. That's I not thought, like a five lug. No, I thought those were Carrera center locks. No? no. Okay, no. that's a different center turbo lock twist. is a whole different. What What did you say? The you were talking about the turbo S. Yeah. Okay, I thought we were on so the you just Porsche to... twist. Well, okay, I see what you're saying, Porsche wheels, but yeah. Dude. But no, those are not those aren't center locks. But yeah, Anyways. a lot of people would grab them and uh, 
they would end up going off with them and throwing yeah. them on their V-dubs or their Audis or because, you know, European bros, they would they would do shit like that yeah. left and right. So I was a European bro briefly. R- yes, and that's I something was. else. You saw it. You yeah. saw it on the computer. We were going to talk about that. <laughs> so um, we I actually... I won't jump ahead. I won't jump ahead. Uh, do you want to wait for it or you want to go? I want to talk about your Whipple build real quick yeah. and then we'll get to it. No. Okay, yeah. so the knock happened on the second time. Okay. And then when did the rebuild process and the Whipple go into that? When did you actually so 85? Drove, and yeah, so I drove the car. So that still had been like 2012, still in college. It's like a sophomore at the time still. Uh-huh. It was fun because I actually had a loaner car that time. My yeah. loaner car was like a 83 El Camino. No shit. <laughs> From one of my dad's buddies. Yeah. It was like white and blue and... Uh, like a two-tone and it had wire wheels and it had a license plate on the front that said lone wolf (laughs) (laughs) so i just needed a mullet and some pit vipers dude and i would have been the coolest girl at osu (laughs) if you come out at streetcar takeover i will buy you pit vipers and a mullet off of amazon that would be that that would be sweet i love it but anyways um uh, <laughs> yeah i was cool <laughs> but man that that el camino came in handy moving moving out of college though, yeah because yeah. i could just throw all this shit in the truck I bed those, and i was ready I to thought go that was like the coolest fucking classic car growing well up, again my high school but... boyfriend uh with the 04 gt he initially had an el camino it was two-tone brown uh-huh. and had Kreger mags on it and so Very he nice. had an el camino i had a camaro nice. we were like two little peas in a pod <laughs> um, doing like the trendy stuff before yeah it was actually right we were vet- we were all vintage before that was <laughs> yes. a thing taking jc penny's family <laughs> photos <laughs> no but uh drove the cobra until i graduated college and then when i I got my first real job uh, mm-hmm. at BMW, um, and then when I was able to actually afford a daily driver on my own that was reliable, I ordered yeah. the 228. Uh-huh. Um, and then once I was able to really save some money, because I was living at home with mom and dad, because yeah. um, that was easy, I didn't have to pay rent. Dude, I, I should have taken advantage of that. You really should. If there's have. anybody a listening people, right now, a lot of people are doing that now. I think Dude, you know with it's so crazy rates the way they are. Oh I think that's going to be a more normal thing. It's so crazy nowadays. So I got yeah, I got lucky, yeah. but saved bunch of money. Mm-hmm. I feel like every paycheck I was buying something for that car. Yeah, I was like cams, yes, suspension, yes, yes. exhaust, yes, Whipple, yes. <laughs> everything i was like if i'm gonna do this the people you were this buying is my, from, this is my dream build they're like sending you emails about like well, what was you come check your card again oh we got you a 20 percent discount code yes, oh we haven't seen you is so like long. every time i tried to buy something it was like the week after they'd be like we're having a sale i was like <laughs> yeah, damn it yeah. dude it's crazy you say that i remember growing up and waiting for all the uh Christmas sales and yeah. New Year sales. Lethal performance, and... 12 days of Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh. so I became buddies with like the Lethal guys. The, I think I primarily bought a lot of stuff from Lethal and then, um, what's the other one? And they're in Waco. Oh, late model restoration. Uh-huh. So did a lot of stuff from them and they're great. That's but, badass. but yeah. And then, um, so yeah. going over to Whipple and then also so E85, Whipple, how was yeah. that transition? So that was, that was fun. Yeah. So that was such a fun time. I've heard it's a different kind of power. It is. And it was kind of, um, it was interesting at first because uh-huh. the car, um, it didn't whine anymore. Really? 
the supercharger wine was kind of gone because I bought I bought the Whipple and it had a giant pulley on it and uh-huh. I just left it because I was like, oh, this will be fine. Yeah. And uh, I missed the line of the Eaton. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd go. <laughs> yeah, that's why you go supercharge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so the, that was so that's fun. the reason. That was so fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was kind of an adjustment because the car just, was completely different. You need to just know? have me sit in your passenger seat and I just. Wee. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was fun. Um, I was fun being a part of that whole build process too, because yeah. I took it to Trevor at Tricky Performance, uh-huh. um, which he's he's blowing up here. In Oklahoma yeah, City. and so that was before he really like blew up. He was in this yeah. little um, like storage unit essentially and yeah. more. And so really? I'd I'd go out there on the weekends if he had something that I could help him with. Yeah. And um, I tried to be as hands on as possible, so yeah. people can say, "Oh, well, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't, do her, build, she didn't, her she didn't build her car. She fucking bought that shit." Yeah, exactly. Thing. Oh my gosh, I hate. We'll get into <laughs> so that. So I like I twerked people. my heads. You know, yeah. I did all this stuff that I could do. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he was great. So he he built that. We ended up having to finish it at BMW because uh-huh. um, something happened. But yeah, he he came to the car was at BMW in the back shop and. We finished it, and I had the initial tune and started it for the first time. And, it, you know, cams and everything. I was like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. Did it change? <laughs> Did it change the sound and everything? Like, does it actually sound oh, like yeah. it's eaten? Well, yeah. I actually, I mean, I changed everything. I bought long tube headers, which the car didn't have. You know, I bought a full Cook's exhaust for it. And with cams and everything, it just sounded like, I mean, it was a completely different car. Yeah, absolutely. You know, compared to what? I had on it. I had, yeah. I think I had, um, like Borla or not. I didn't have Borlas. I was one of those annoying. Um, can't think of it. They're like cherry bombs, but not cherry bombs. Not cherry bombs. Yeah. Yeah. The like glass packs, the glass packs, yeah, something like that. I can't yeah. Think of what they're called, but a lot of Mustang people like those. And yeah. I'm like I don't like that anymore. I remember growing up it's in little loud. small small Piercing. town Guthrie. Everybody got those glass packs on their Chevys. Everybody. I, man, in my Camaro, I had that shit dumped with glass <laughs> yeah. packs. I was like, I want it as loud as possible. <laughs> Lone wolf. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The louder that's, the better. That's so awesome. So whenever you started progressing over into mm-hmm. that build and you started getting on to the Whipple and E85. Um, when did you start seeing a rise and taking off in social media? Cause your social media platform has grown over the time right. and you've been able to do some pretty badass things and opportunities based off of Instagram. Yeah. So I think I really got lucky because I, um, kind of, it started growing kind of as Instagram was new. Um, mm-hmm. so this would have been like 2013, 2014. Uh, so I have the Cobra and it was just a time where anybody and everybody wanted to make a car page yeah. and a Mustang page. Yeah. And so it was literally just share my post. I'll show your Isn't post. Isn't that crazy? And it was before stories, like yeah. Instagram stories. Yeah. So it was all posts. Yeah. And um, you'd have like, oh, dude, I don't want to I say I was, stupid, I say I was but... hustling, but I really like <laughs> wasn't hustling. I was just like sharing you were, posts. You were slanging. Yeah, you were running the and, and I would like buy stuff from you know like Lethal or like when I bought wheels. Yeah, I'd like post them and then share you know who I bought them from and then they'd share me and then you get sharing all over. Just going, going, going. Yeah, it was just people, just a continuous 
post share. So that's, I think, how I really gained so much that time. It's crazy to talk about and reminisce about like stories not being a thing and DMs not being a thing and groups yeah, no not being DMs. a thing and I know it was before reels all of not that. being a thing. You talking about yeah. forums earlier. I'm like, dude, I remember that being on old. VW page that forums. Like, it's insane mm-hmm. that you never hear about those anymore. It's right. just Facebook groups or marketplace or Instagram pages. It's yeah. you say back then about like the pages sharing stuff. I remember there was like Mustangs of Oklahoma, Mustangs of Southwest, Mustangs well, of Midwest, yeah, Mustangs of US big, Nation. That was a big reason why I wanted to go to Mustang Week is yeah. because I felt like at the time you were not somebody on the internet unless you went <laughs> you to, made an Mustang week. to Mustang I'm week. I'm serious. Yeah. So did people, you get to meet some people? Yeah, I mean everybody met all their little internet friends yeah. so you'd see what people actually looked like yeah. and uh, you know a lot of these guys would just post their car and yeah. then you, you meet them and you're like oh hey what's up they're five foot two <laughs> right like yeah 140 pounds i know they're like hello sam <laughs> i follow you on instagram i'm a huge fan i'm like okay oh, so and that's another thing how do you deal with that how did you deal with that going places and like people coming up and did you get a lot of people actually coming up and introducing themselves or would it be dms like hey i saw you i hope you're having a good time so at meet i mean both yeah yeah, yeah. so at meets people would come up to me and be like Oh, hey, I follow you on Instagram. Um, what's does it, up feel, does it feel awkward whatever. at first? It is a little awkward yeah. at first because I don't, I'm not a celebrity. I'm a, yeah. no, I'm a nobody. Yeah. But to a lot of these people at the time, they're like, oh shit, that's SVT that's Sam. That's SVT Sam. And I was like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do, I do remember <laughs> going to like the arts festival one year. Uh-huh. So not a car meet, yeah. nothing. This guy stopped me on the sidewalk. He was like, are you SVT Sam? I was like, yes he's like can i get a picture with you i was like no way seriously and i was like yeah sure like that's fine you made it that's <laughs> and when my you mom my mom looked it. at me and she was like who the hell is that <laughs> i was like i don't know he do, you, do your parents do your parents know about the world of like instagram and like social media and mm-hmm. stuff have you talked with them about yeah. that or well you know i actually had the opportunity to go onto street outlaws do you remember their fishing segments that they would do? yes 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 yeah. yes yes so they asked me to be on street outlaws uh-huh. and um i was in college and i said yes at the time and then my parents just really had this really irrational fear they're like you're going to wreck and you're going to wreck your car and then you're going to get arrested. And so at like the very last minute I had to bail and I felt, I felt so guilty about it. And I still feel guilty in hindsight. It probably wasn't that bad of a deal because Mm -hmm. I feel like I probably would have been made fun of (laughs) for eternity. (laughs) No, well, you know, everybody, because I know some people that have been on that and they're like, so Dude, fake. it's the power of internet. People are so shitty. I know. I, but I still like my guilty conscience. Like yeah. I hate like you know turning people down. Or I'm yeah. such a people pleaser. So yeah. I like want to say yes to everybody, and I hate just being a disappointment. I so. wish they would bring that. Segment. <laughs> I felt so bad. I wish they would bring that segment back. I, I miss the. I, I'm glad on their latest season they're coming back to like actual street racing with street cars. Yeah, but no, I feel like cool. back then they were really like tight knit with the community, especially here in yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. And that's well, one it's thing. It's like a I, brand new thing, you know, yeah. taking off. So yeah. they had to do what they could with yeah. what they had. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so other than that opportunity, what other things have you had like presented to you or been able to do based off of just your appearance on social media, that or being able to go out and around and see people? So I've 
have been in a couple magazines because of it. Yes. Which is cool. Um, I was in Muscle Mustangs and Fast Forwards Mm -hmm. um, magazine. I was Babe of the Month. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was super proud of that, too. Dude, that's that's badass. A, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then a couple other small magazines and magazine clips. Well, and, and that's stuff. one of the things that you were just, you, you saw the, the note I had on my computer, the picture. We yeah. actually got to do a magazine feature together. That was cool. And we didn't know that it was going to be a magazine yeah, feature. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be like a, a post on the internet, like yeah. a IG post here and there. And again, that was what was cool is, and I didn't even really know anybody in the BMW yeah. scene, yeah. but I think I tagged the people that I bought that stuff from and they were like, that's a good pick. Dude, it was badass. Yeah, and that was, was cool. like one of my have, favorite yeah, photos. I still have that magazine. I tried to find it before you came over. I have it somewhere because I was yeah. cleaning out my garage uh, a week or so ago and yeah. I found a whole stack of magazines. You should get it framed. Yeah, I want to. Like, I hey, really, really I do. I am a published artiste. <laughs> so, and that's another thing. Um, that I wish was still around these days because I want to get – that's another thing. So you asked why I started a podcast. Yeah. Uh, it was just a bucket list thing. It's right. something I've always wanted to do. Um, I've always wanted to get some kind of publish for a vehicle. She needs to go outside. I'll let her out. She's staring at me. But <laughs> she uh, – or I, I want to get the bike in a magazine, but magazines just aren't the thing anymore. Really it's not. all social media yeah. nowadays. All social Which media. Which is a shame. Yeah, I remember when uh, – Kevin Cox was starting up the, mm-hmm. uh, what was it, the Street Race Mag? Yeah. Dude, that was the shit. I, I thought know. that was the that coolest was cool. magazine ever. And because it wasn't NHRA Drag Week or whatever, yeah. they, they shut that down as well. I was like, fuck, dude. It sucks. Yeah. I'm just killing all hopes and dreams <laughs> over here. Let me let her out real quick. <laughs> She's going to start crying more. Okay, so Athena has officially taken her potty break, and we'll see how long she lasts for. Um, but yeah, the magazine feature was awesome. And like you said, yeah. we didn't think that was going to like be anything crazy. And then I don't know, is it a European magazine or a, just a nationwide or, uh, I think it's primarily in Europe. I think it, yeah. Performance um, BMW. Yes. It says Epic E30s, 941 wheel horsepower, S550 beast. But yeah, we got to be, or get the, uh, BMW had at the time featured into, a cool. huge, huge magazine. That's cool. I remember, I, love that car I remember too. getting the physical copy, and I was like, "Dude, Sam, what page is it on? Where do I go?" <laughs> this is sick. Yeah, this is pretty badass. <laughs> and it was a whole page. Too. Yeah, it was a whole page, whole mm-hmm. ass page. So, yeah. what happened to the BMW? Tell tell people about it first, so they know what we're talking about. But okay, so I had a 2018 BMW M2. Um, it was Long Beach Blue Metallic. Uh, it was uh, a pretty s- badass car. Six speed manual. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I ordered it. Um, from factory when I worked at BMW and <laughs> that car was so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked really good too. That blue really again, good. blue on black. Yeah. I had it, it lowered. Really, really nice. I had it, yeah. I had it lowered, um, put like some carbon stuff on it. Like, everybody does and i think that was the what the company the did mirror caps. the mirror caps it was the mirror caps okay yeah so i bought featured. i bought like the m like the little horn mm-hmm. mirror caps mm-hmm. and that's what got us that's what got us on so and the fact that my car just looks so good <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. and it was it, for a while i thought you were gonna go from svt sam to like bmw sam Ooh, or, that's <laughs> what everybody's like are you m2 sam now yeah. i was like i don't know <laughs> rebrand <laughs> but man that everything like that's the same thing modding that car 
yeah. was not an option because yeah. you know exhaust for BMW is like ten Dude, grand. European car sucks. I so was like, oh, yeah. I think she sounds fine. Uh, yeah, just the we'll way she is. is. So you you recently ended up getting rid of that car and you got over into Cadillac. Caddy, I got a Caddy, Caddy Daddy. So how did yeah. that go? Where'd that start up? So uh, after I left BMW, I didn't want to take the M2 over there to get serviced anymore. Yeah. And uh, I was also tired of the car payment. Yeah. Even though it was a, a lease, it was an employee lease at the time, mm-hmm. uh, it was just too much. So I cut the payment down by like 200 bucks by getting the Cadillac. So, really? So I've got a 2016 Cadillac ATS-V sedan. Um, she's black. Uh, manual that's got to be a fun car too it is fun yeah. i had been wanting one like before i got the bmw i was like man these cars look good yeah because they you know it's like a baby ctsv yeah um, it's the new body style too like yeah. the new trim yeah newer trim um all the bells and whistles and stuff Recar- and those, those are seats twin turbo or yeah it's turbo? a six cylinder twin so yeah. they make like i think like 460 is what they're rated at That's so fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and especially just stock, too. Like, on the way up here, I had this guy in this 300ZX. I think it's a 300ZX. It's red monster tires in the back. I think it had an LS in it, but he, like, pulled up next to me, and I was like, dude, there's no way I'm racing you. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'll get smashed. (laughs) We're cool. Well, like I said, it sounded good when you were pulling up. I had yeah. asked you, like, is that aftermarket She's exhaust? Stock, Dude, baby. it sounds she, yeah, good. I know. Really it, good. It really does. I need to check it out in person because I haven't seen that car in person so, yet. So, yeah. So, I've, I've had that car since 2019. So, mm-hmm. before COVID, I got lucky. But mm-hmm. um, I found it in Houston. Yeah. So, again, Dad and I like to go drive to get cars. Mm-hmm. So, I traded the M2 in. We made an all-day thing of it. We left it, like... Three, four in the morning from Oklahoma City, drove the M2 straight to Houston, mm-hmm. uh, picked up the Cadillac, and then booked it home. That's crazy. That's a long yeah. drive. <laughs> it was You guys <laughs> made it in a one-day ordeal? Yep. What is that, nine hours? Yeah. I mean, it's it was, like nine, nine and a half hours down yeah, there. Maybe I think, more than I think that. we got home at like eight o'clock at night. Yeah. So it was a long day. And then you've put wheels fun. on that since then, right? Uh, I mean, well, I had them powder-coated. Yeah, but it looks good. It yeah, looks really, I really want... Good. I think I want to put some forged stars. That'd be on cool. It. And yeah. in hindsight, now like my M2 had forged stars. Yeah, those cars had the same look pattern. Really? So you could have. I probably, them. I probably could have. Yeah. But uh, I think the off. I don't know if the offset would have been. Dude, if stupid I or ever get back into the car game, I'm getting an Evo or a Caddy. Yeah, but everybody's like, oh, when are you gonna man. mod the Cadillac? I'm like. I don't want it to break down. Yeah. I need that <laughs> then car. You have I need two that project car cars. every day. Yeah, I don't need two. Because whenever the Cadillac's in the shop, which is rare, that car's been great. Yeah. But uh, I drive the Cobra. Yeah. So that car's a hoss. Yeah. She's a pain to drive. A I'm like, I don't know how I drove this car every day. Like this thing, that thing gives you a leg workout. Yeah. That's yeah. badass. Well, it cracks me up, like seeing. Uh, you and like the coworkers will take your cars up to Porsche every now and then and like show off all of the like enthusiast style cars up there. I'm like, dude, yeah. that's pretty badass. You guys have quite the lineup. <laughs> we have like motors in the morning at Porsche every third week. I've been wanting to come to every that. Every third Saturday. And it's like the bad. Porsche club of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. They like come out in the morning and it's like a cars and coffee Porsche thing. But yeah. one time I parked the Cobra like at the very end and everybody was like what the hell is this like, whose car is this people are coming up and complaining to the manager <laughs> move this piece of shit out of here 
Sub $100,000 cars need to leave, please. Poor people. Yeah. <laughs> I've been wanting to come up to that. But <laughs> speaking on that, how is your uh, career and especially the experiences you've been getting uh, as a female in the automotive yeah. industry, especially working at such high-end dealerships such right. as Porsche, you've been able to do yeah. some pretty badass things up there. Yeah, so it's been great. Um, started out of after college, uh, graduated, and then started with BMW as a BMW genius, and mm -hmm. then moved up to right service. And then it was cool because I got to go uh, to the 7 Series launch in Miami. Mm -hmm. um, it was This was like... 2015, 2016, new seven. It was awesome. Yeah. And then uh, then moved from BMW to Porsche. Mm -hmm. And Porsche's been great. I've been there. It'll be five years this year. That's crazy. I know. Time that's so crazy. Flies. Yeah. But gosh, lots of cool stuff with Porsche. I mean, um, that's another thing. It seems like something. They take care of their people. Yeah. Something's yeah. always coming in and now they're on your Instagram page. Right. So they, uh, they were called brand ambassadors. Yeah. And. Um, you have to go to training for brand ambassadorship every two years. Uh -huh. So I got to go to the uh, headquarters in Atlanta in 2019 before before COVID. So um, Porsche HQ, and I got to drive on the track. Um, I was about to ask about that. They have yeah. like a whole full-on like uh, test facility. Yeah, they? they send you like, you know, red carpet for, for That's us. That's crazy. So it was cool. They have a... They have a restaurant there um, that's called 356, so after the 356. And yeah. even the little butter was like a 911 shape. Like, <laughs> You yeah. took a picture of it, didn't I you? I did, I did. You put it on Instagram. Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, dude, this butter is shaped like a 911. Can, can I freeze this and put it in my pocket and <laughs> take it back home? Before. I'm never eating this. <laughs> it's like when you go to Texas and you stay in a hotel and they have the Texas waffle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is what I came here for. Yes. So with that being said, I'm surprised, and it may happen in the near future, there may have been discussion, but when are you going to jump into another European car, mm. such as a Porsche? I would love a Porsche. Yeah. But for me, you know, I don't like driving base cars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, man, I would want something cool. Like, I would really want maybe like a 991.2. Yeah. Lava Orange GTS, like, mm, yes. so good. Yes. Black, black wheels, black center lock wheels. That'd yeah. be sweet, but those cars are so expensive. I've always been in love with the 911s, like the all-wheel drive. Yeah. Like uh, Rob Despain, he had that 996 for a while. Yeah. That was all-wheel drive turbo. Yeah. That thing was nuts. Those cars are I think are Bryson crazy. Lee had one for a bit, too, a white one. He actually one. does. Yeah, he yeah. has... Um, well, he had he had a 997 Turbo, I think. But yeah. now um, he has a 991.1, which is like a fifth 2015 um, GT3. Yeah. So, and he takes that to the track constantly. Dude, they're he's so great. nuts. Yeah. His car is actually, he's dropping off with me Monday. That's badass. Alignment. Yeah, yeah. I saw him uh, at cruising Oklahoma. I don't think yeah. he was going to it, but mm -hmm. um, I went over into Mustang to see one of my friends and ride with him, and Bryson was pulling out to go somewhere, but yeah, I saw that car. really cool. But yeah, those things, 800, 900, 1,000 horsepower are scary oh, shitless. Yeah. Like, well, talk about being thrown yeah. in the seat, all-wheel drive, mm -hmm. and feeling like it throw you to the left and to the right, but you're still going straight as you're no, grabbing for cars, power. Those man, they just... Hook. Dude, it's insane. Yeah. Those Turbo S's, like, I've done launch in those, and yeah. then I've done launch in, like, a GT3 RS. Like, yeah. they're just a completely different level of car. Like, so, you think if you got something, it'd be classic, or it'd be new? It'd probably be something new. Yeah. Yeah, just because, I mean, I love, like, the 
93 to 97 911s like the 993s but yeah. you know that's those are old they're old yeah. and they're slow <laughs> they yeah. look so good they look so good they look so good, so good. but uh also expensive and this is coming from my my jdm stancy fucking <laughs> and you make fun of me I all mean, you, you have want taste, but i guess the rwbs <laughs> like the wide bodies oh my oh god oh my gosh i saw one in person did you when i went to california uh, yeah for training dude uh, those are insane oh my god i'd never seen one in person before yeah and so we're walking, me and my husband are walking to dinner and there's, you know, we were like right across from Ferrari, Maserati, Newport Beach, Yeah. walk the street. And then there's this other showroom that's probably like either a collection or used cars. And uh, they have like a Bugatti Veyron in the showroom. All the fancy stuff. And then we're walking back from dinner and a 993 RWB like pulls outside and I was yes. like, I was like, I have never seen one of these before. You, 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 you I haven't been ass. excited to see a car in a long yeah. time because I think I've become a little numb to it, yeah. seeing what I see at work, like All GT2s, the GT2s, yeah. you know, Sport Cup turbos. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That thing's cool. And yeah. I was hoping that he would drive off, but I stood there for like maybe 10 minutes. I was like, okay, <laughs> now I look like a creep. Let's, let's go. <laughs> let's get out of here. <laughs> We're looking like let's total tourists. <laughs> yeah, my husband was like, I'm cold. <laughs> so when I lived up in Colorado Springs, um, they had an open door policy and would allow you to come up to Porsche Colorado Springs. Yeah. And they had like anything and everything up there, whether oh, it was yeah, OEM yeah. or custom yeah. or uh, yeah. I got to do photos and it's on my Instagram. If you scroll all the way down, they had a... Uh, all carbon fiber Pagani Hyra, like wow. one of the ones like in the just nation, randomly just sitting Porsche in their dealer. showroom. Yeah. And the, you would go up there, you'd see like the Ferrari trade-ins and the Lambos, yeah. but We've had a couple of those. It, it got me big yeah. into the exotic game whenever mm -hmm. I moved up there, just because they were so friendly. You'd go up there and hang up all yeah. the time. Super I tried nice. to become a, uh, uh, a lot boy for Porsche oh, really? <laughs> just because I wanted to be in that scene. Yeah. I wanted to be stuck around those yeah. cars all day. Right. Who the fuck bitches about going to work, jumping and moving around Porsches all day? Like, you I throw know. me in a Cayman and I would still be happy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Drive it to the That's next spot I over. I felt like the first day that I started Porsche, there was a purple GT3 RS yeah. on the floor, and I was like, Wow. <laughs> yeah. This is cool. Yeah, that's badass. And like I said, I I like how they uh, support you guys on the Facebook page and send you off to training and you're yeah. able to get some pretty cool experiences. So uh, it seems like a pretty awesome door to be opened. Yeah. Um, now, with doors being opened mm -hmm. and a couple of new things happening, let's talk about meeting Dakota, yeah. the one and only... <laughs> And then we'll kind of venture into some stuff that you guys are working on together after that. But yeah. where did you all meet? So we met in college. We met uh -huh. up in Stora at Oklahoma State. Uh -huh. um, he was actually, I met him through one of my friends. Uh, him and her kind of dated, but not really officially. Yeah. And, uh, but they, they weren't dating at the time. And me and my boyfriend broke up and he kind of slid in my, my DMs. Did Instagram have DMs, DMs at this time? at the time. <laughs> Probably Facebook. <laughs> but he was a bike guy. Really? I didn't he know that. He was a bike guy. No shit. Yeah, he had like a, I don't know what he started with. Maybe like a Kawasaki really? Ninja, like a thousand. It was. I remember it was green. Yeah. He didn't have that when I met him, but then he got a... Uh, he had a Jixer, like yeah. 750. My man. Maybe. My man. Yeah, he had a Jixer, and he did a lot of stupid shit on that bike. Yep. But I was like, man, 
this is hot. I feel it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is cool. <laughs> My dad didn't, couldn't say anything. Yeah. Like, I was in college, so I'd be like, yeah, come pick me up on the bike. Dude, that's badass. But, yeah. yeah, I remember one time we were at a party, and uh, he was trying to impress me at his house their little house and uh, he brought his bike into the kitchen no. so there would so there would be more like room in the garage for beer pong or whatever yeah. he did a burnout in the kitchen <laughs> nice nice yeah. i was like nice oh okay i like it yeah that's some jixer shit right there yeah so we've been together for a long time dude so it's funny bike bike people have like the stereotypes and people with jixers are always known as the like balls to the wall fucking he idiots was, like dude. doing he would shit. do stoppies <laughs> and wheelies there was one time this was when my Cobra was being rebuilt, so I wasn't in the I wasn't in the Lone Wolf, but yeah. I was driving a Miata, um, and uh, we were like cruising to Pops in uh, Arcadia from Stillwater, mm-hmm. and in uh, in Luther, I think in Luther, yeah, he decides to that's a two lane highway, yeah, he decides to do a wheelie going 120 miles an hour on the opposite side, passing me, nice, and I'm like, oh okay, hi. <laughs> He gets pulled over. Yes. <laughs> he gets Dude, pulled. that's such a bad area to he fuck around. He gets pulled over. Yes. Yeah, he gets pulled over, and he ended up getting a reckless driving ticket. But the cop was like, yeah, man, you know, like, my sons, they really like bikes, you know. So I think this is the kind of stuff that they're into. And Dakota's like, <laughs> no okay, way. cool, man. And he, like, gives him this fat ticket. So that was like, kind of the you end. You think you're getting easy? Like, yeah. you're going to get off easy? Yeah. And, uh, no. So I've had I've had I've had a couple of those like hey that's a nice car here's your ticket that's so awesome yeah love it so when when did you guys have like your first official date like did he did he pull the move or did you kind of have to pull he, the move or was it like a mutual he pulled the move so uh, we cruised to Lake Carl Blackwell which has this real windy curvy road in uh-huh. Stillwater. And I was in the Cobra, he was on his bike, and then, um, this was like March or April, I can't remember, I think it was around, I think it was April, so it's still cold. Yeah. Water's freezing. He pushes me into the lake. Nice. And then I was like, oh my god, this is freezing. He jumps in, he's like, okay, yeah, this is cold. And then I, like, drive back to the sorority house, like, <laughs> freezing. <laughs> and uh like sneak up the house like in wet clothes it's like middle of the day and uh yeah so been, that's, been uh, glued at the hip ever since that's it it's so yeah. funny i have a buddy Haley and grayson and they'll be uh they'll be on the podcast at some point but yeah. they when they first met like he had uh pinned her against the wall and like an atv oh. and was screwing with her i'm like damn dude is this what it takes is this what i need to do never leaving about, me but yeah i'm learning about pinning walls throwing in cold lakes like yeah i mean <laughs> i like assholes i guess i don't know, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so how long how long were y'all together before you got married mm, we got married in 2017 uh-huh. so like five years dude, it's crazy it's been that long already yeah so we were together four years and then he proposed in 2016 oh, that's awesome and then, um yeah so this will be our sixth anniversary this that's year badass. in october congratulations yeah and i i see that you guys go off and get to do a lot of things together and that's yeah. one other thing i wanted to talk right. to you about is like your passion for music you've always oh, been yeah. very very open about Love. and um I feel like that's one thing we've always kind of like adjoined to on mm-hmm. the same as well, other than cars right. is uh, metal and like heavy metal. Cause 
you, it, it cracks me up. You could be listening to like Morgan Wallen or Luke Combs one second, and next thing you're jamming like Metallica Literally. and like some crazy ass <laughs> screamo band. I'm Slayer. like, get it, Sam, yeah, get it. I know. So what what kind of got your passion to music has always been there for you or? Well, again, probably dad. Dad introduced us to the Beatles and the mm-hmm. Beach Boys and Elvis growing up. And then it just kind of evolved into Metallica, Rob Zombie, Pantera. Yeah. All the classics. All the classic stuff. Cla- a, lot of, a lot of classic rock. Yeah. And then that put, you know, transitioned into, you know, Avenged Sevenfold. Dude, the good down. stuff. Yes. Yeah. You know, Slipknot. Yes. All that stuff. My mom's like, I don't know where you learned to like this music. <laughs> She's like, this is Satan's music. I was like, mom, no, it's not. Dude, it cracks me up. So I actually have like Bring Me the Horizon lyrics tattooed on my thigh. Yeah. Right here, like a huge I mean, I've piece. got a Metallica tattoo yes, on my see, wrist. See, that's badass. So. That's why I love it. So it like... It always, it's awesome seeing you go to those concerts and be able to join that music live. Yeah, we were literally just people. at Hardy last night. That, how was that? Oh, it was so yeah, good. Was he good in, he's in so, person? Yeah, he's so really? talented. So that's the second time we've seen him. Uh-huh. Um, we saw him at the Paycom with Morgan Wallen yeah. in March yeah. of last year. And then we were supposed to see him again in October of last year with Morgan Wallen, but that's when his tour bus crashed. And oh, so that's not good. That was a bummer. But yeah. And then we saw Shine Down on Monday. I didn't even know they were coming to town. Well, I completely, they were in Tulsa. Yes, I completely completely missed that yeah so that was a long night but it was worth it they were with three days grace so three days grace and then shine down so like my little teenage angsty that's what i'm saying i'm like dude i need to get out and see these bands because they're about to stop any day now everything about you (laughs) yeah dude i bought uh tickets to foo fighters before covid and covid actually hit and they canceled it and they they never rescheduled they pushed it back two weeks and then uh, pushed it back another week, and then that's when COVID like officially started breaching the United States, and they were like, "Yeah, we we're Sorry. refunding all money." So yeah. if they ever come back to Oklahoma, I'd love to go again. But yeah, we'll Dave Grohl's he's super talented, Dude, super badass guy. Yeah, was like there's not many people I idolize, but I'm like that guy is the king. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited because we're going to see Metallica and Pantera in August yeah. in Dallas at AT and T. That'll be badass. So That'll it's be like a good my time. two favorite bands of all time. So do you like hunt for these concerts, or do you just see them on? Well, Instagram again or? social media power yeah. social media you know they metallica just came out with a new album uh-huh. and so they announced that they're doing a tour and then pantera kind of in somewhat of a way reformed even though yeah. the drummer and the original guitarist are have been passed away but yeah i was like hey lead singer is still the same yeah. so this is my chance yeah. i'm taking it and then when they announced that pantera is going to open for metallica i was like holy Sign shit deal I was like, I will sell my left hit to go <laughs> to this concert. <laughs> I have to do anything. So, yeah, I'm, needless to say, I'm super pumped. Dude, if that. I could sell body parts for the easy on the low, I would probably fucking have, like, one leg by now. Oh, and, I know. Yeah, I would, I would definitely be signed My out, My so younger though. self with car parts. I'd be driving a Lamborghini. I'd like, be in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but the, the last thing I wanted to talk to you about and kind of the most important um, that I praise you for and I think is absolutely badass and we can kind of touch on a personal level uh, when it comes to this is your recent fucking weight loss journey and your kick-ass yeah. mindset in the gym yeah. and you flipped like when the, within the last year or two and I remember it's we hard. talked on like the early stages yeah. but you went absolutely monster. Yeah, You was... went wild and out and you have transitioned in, insanely. Right. 
Thanks. Yeah, yeah it's super I mean, it's, badass. I mean, like any weight loss journey, it's literally been a journey. So, so. what what was kind of the, the pit niche for you or like well, the, the wake know, up? Yeah, it, I mean, it was tough. You know, growing up, I was so active playing mm-hmm. soccer, running in college. I was active never been overweight in my life yeah and then you know you get comfortable in a long-term relationship yeah going like leaving college going into adulthood you're trying to figure you know shit out and a bunch know. of stressors and other yeah things that i'm take trying up to time. figure out life and then working at a dealership just sitting on my ass a lot you know yeah i was just drinking a lot and uh, i mean i'm not like i was an alcoholic no but, but the I, want, party I was days. not yeah. an alcoholic yeah. a disclaimer but yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, and then eating like Taco Bell, acting like I'm still 16, 17 years old when, you know, I'm not. And so a wake up call was I was 29 and I was like, man, you know, I'm turning 30 next year. I don't want to be overweight. Like I knew I'd gained weight. Yeah. I was like, I've got to do something. I don't want to be fat turning, turning 30. So I just started weight loss journey 2021 and, and so for kind of getting the deepness of it was it i mean did you notice like your anything from your clothes fitting differently to like a lack of energy to like a mental mindset did it hit yeah you i more hate i hated normal? looking at myself in the mirror and yeah. again having such that big social media presence um yeah. you know people would talk really oh yeah there's deep parts of the internet where really? people can post stuff about you i hate people post so anything much. and everything and you know people be like Oh yeah, I saw her at work. She's fat now. It's all anonymous. Yeah, all yeah. all anonymous. And you don't know. Name. You don't know who it is. And so I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you just saw me at work. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Are you one of my friends? Yeah. You're clearly not one of my friends if you're talking about me here. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, it's it's tough, you know. But you have to accept the fact that I'm not a child anymore. You know, yeah. I'm not 16, 17, 18, 19 yeah. years old. I'm, you know, I'm 30. And I'm then I mean, even scientifically, the bodies you know yeah. consume and so you absorb have to, and export differently than what yeah. they used to and it's to. hard with everybody you know i think everybody has some type of body dysmorphia to yeah. some extent yeah. you know so i knew that i was big but i was in denial i think yeah. and um so and i had tried you know weight loss journeys before fad diets yeah. and i just didn't stick with it and until yeah. i actually really stuck with it and was consistent that's when i started seeing results and i remember we i used to go to the same gym that you i still think currently go to and uh i remember seeing you every now and then and we would talk back and forth on instagram Mm -hmm. and kind of like trade secrets and you know go back and forth about gym stuff here and there but it was awesome to see you start where you started and then continuously yeah progress and progress and progress and that's why i try to be your like secondary hype man of like (laughs) holy shit sam like you have literally changed over i know and it's been great i mean whole boost of confidence i strongly encourage anybody that's struggling with weight loss that's what we're kind of going to start on too what do you suggest what worked for you what will help for others yeah starting starting the mental journey and then actually getting in and doing it i mean the only person that's really going to motivate you is yourself like nobody else is going to do it for you you just have to find that point where you're just like i have to do it it's time to make a change yeah i have to do it so what really helped me is i had to stop drinking alcohol during the week Mm -hmm. after work instead of going like drinking wine after work i'd go to the gym i had to be active after after sitting i say sitting you know i was running around but yeah i wasn't burning a whole lot of calories so i had to change my diet so I had to start eating better, 
eating less and i still eat carbs and everything mm-hmm. you know rice you know the healthy ones because yeah. you're occasional i couldn't i couldn't do that whole keto meal. keto thing because yeah. i would just i would die uh-uh. but yeah i, I mean everybody ex- was like what did you do i mean even my customers were like you lost a lot of weight yeah you know did you have surgery was it like, was that no. kind of kind of a, a boost as well like oh, when yeah. other people start noticing and other yeah. people I like mean, you when, you're not even thinking about it anymore it becomes such a routine right. in your life and such a regular for you mm-hmm. but then other people start saying and seeing the difference yeah yeah no i mean it's great you know with you know any compliments like that yeah. you're like yeah. yeah thank you you know for noticing my hard work like yeah. i lost 40 pounds that's you know crazy. that's that's badass that's a lot yeah. you yeah. know and so yeah so that that's great yeah. yeah well dude i'm super super Thanks. fucking proud of you friend yeah. to friend i mean it's, it's absolutely still a journey badass. i mean i yeah, still eat never taco stops. bell i'm never not stops. just like a complete health nut i gotta i gotta go hit you gotta legs find a... after this but i totally ate zaxby's before you came over i might have had a leftover taco bell from last <laughs> yes. i was so hungry yeah so with with that being gotta said, find the, balance the, people. the ultimatum what's your go-to cheat what's your cheat meal like you're just know. absolute That's hard dude i, I have like a, few. a whole bunch of stuff yeah. like um i love sushi yes noodles any kind of noodles yeah giant double cheeseburgers yeah <laughs> i did i did Chicken talk on uh, the pod last God, episode on the podcast. dude yes yeah and margaritas on top of that beer tacos yeah. down uh dude i can get down Anything. with canes I, anytime yeah. Canes, Zaxby's. That's good. Yeah. Fried food. <laughs> All the stuff you shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. This is stuff not to lose weight, okay? Yeah. But yeah, no, it's super badass. Um, dude, it's a huge mental mindset change. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people don't get it and that do give up don't understand that you have to prepare that mentalness yeah Yeah. you have to get yourself prepared mentally in order to absorb and change physically Mm -hmm. Um, and a big thing that helped me too is i i measured myself uh every week i measured myself like my arm my thighs my waist and Uh then i took pictures of myself each week yeah and it was just those small changes where i was like okay, I'm actually doing the damn thing. Yeah, you know, getting like, that shit done. Yeah, because, you know, people get frustrated because they want instant gratification. They want instant yeah. results, yeah. and it just doesn't work that way. they want, like, the cheat pill or the cheat supplement or, dude, you got to get in there. They want bought, not built. Get it, yeah. Bought, not built. <laughs> I'm built, not bought, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, it's, it's super awesome. And that was kind of another thing for me mentally is uh, I never – had like a, a like I was physically bullied growing up but you know getting into the car scene and then same thing with people talking as you're growing up I was always yeah. known as the bigger dude or I couldn't fit into things or All I was right. literally having to roll out of bed like I couldn't sit up yeah. um so once that kind of got into it and I started changing over and going to the gym and same thing I noticed people stopped fucking with me I yeah. noticed people stopped trying to start things with me mm-hmm. i noticed people stopped and yeah. it, getting that confidence and kind yeah, of and absorbing that, yeah, and comes yeah yeah so. and it's a huge mental mindset it's a reflection so right. dude like i said friend to friend badass super super happy yeah proud that's, of you that's fucking awesome because so. i've seen your journey too you've come a long dude, way dude and you know that comes too with maturing and growing older yeah and i think like we were talking earlier you know getting your priorities and what's mm-hmm. truly set to you right. and kind of finding out the true values in life of where you want to go and what you want to do. So, right. Well, with that being said, um, a new venture that you and Dakota have jumped on. Yes. 
and I'm super excited about that's going to take <laughs> off because it's a hell of an idea. I think so. If you want to yeah. go ahead and open us up into that. Okay, so we are running a small business called Cowboy Snapback. Yes. And it is exactly what you think it might not be. <laughs> <laughs> so we sell cowboy hat snapbacks, uh-huh. and they're literally like baseball hat cowboy hats they're badass but it's actually a snapback design based on like a cowboy hat yeah Yeah, so it's like the redneck invention that you never knew you needed or wanted but you need it it's like people either hate it or they love it i think it's badass i think it's definitely i mean they're versatile you know and so they're they're just stupid hats, but we love them. How people, did that come up? Love them. Where did that start? Um, so we were in the stockyards in Fort Worth, uh-huh. just kind of browsing. And um, yeah, it came with like just kind of looking at hats and stuff like that and then yeah. needing something for the lake. And uh, then that's when Dakota was like, well, you know, I used to play baseball, uh-huh. but I like need something to kind of shade my shoulders and yeah. then beer and le- one thing led to another and something and that's actually comfortable yeah so right. where the fuck do you even start how do you even i mean do you buy so a cowboy had, hat and buy a hat and literally cut the two and like yeah, put them so together we, or? we had some help uh one of our buddies one of our kind of partners he had some um drawings and samples like uh-huh sent off to a couple a couple companies turned us down they're like no we can't make that really yeah they're like no not, was it kind of discouraging at first well i didn't know any of this was happening until yeah. like we had samples in yeah. front of us yeah and so we're like oh wow like this could actually be a thing yeah we did the affair of the heart in february and we had such a like positive response yeah. people would walk by and be like wait a minute what the hell is that yeah and they'd see it and they go oh my god this is a perfect lake hat yeah this is a perfect river hat they're outdoors sports yeah, events outdoors, literally they're, anything they're mesh. Yeah. yeah and we can put whatever you want on the front like we've yeah. got a bunch of right now we got about a bunch of oklahoma texas patches just because mm-hmm. that's where we started um but coming soon we're actually officially licensed with oklahoma state mm-hmm. texas tech um, working on some other schools but we'll us. we'll be able to sell like yeah officially licensed merch and then if you have a logo we can put DTF vinyl on it and yeah. ship it to you and basically any kind put, of custom yeah, embroidery put whatever attached. put whatever you want on the front yeah. and so I made a TikTok a stupid <laughs> TikTok <laughs> like the template and the guy's like you sure about that <laughs> yes, you sure about yes. that I made a TikTok it took me like two minutes yeah. and it got 1.5 million views it's insane isn't and it? our orders I think I saw that have one. gone skyrocket yeah and it's funny because some people like i said they either hate it or they love it they're like this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen and people are like i hate it i need 12 of them is it is it kind of fun going through the comments and seeing both the positive and the because the negatives have to make you laugh too yeah a lot of the the negative like this one guy was like why don't you guys get a real job i'm like (laughs) dude you don't know us or what we do for a living like i promise you we are out here working and again it's probably some fat dude and a lazy boy it's probably like a 12 year old kid (laughs) who does has never worked a day in his life and he's like this ain't country yeah you know it's like dude well dude that's the badass thing about it is like i can actually see um farmers you know, yeah. farmers, uh, flight crew teams, right. um, people that are out on airfields, construction like, workers, actually using this product and yeah. being able to it'd be, use it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It'd be fun. And that's what a lot of people said. They said, I've never seen anything like this before. Yes. So you guys, yeah, check us out. So we are at Cowboy Snapback um, on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and then our 
website is www.cowboysnapback.com. Indeed, you guys have it set. And we've got new inventory coming, so. That's badass. And I see you guys do it primarily, a lot of it by yourselves, if not all of it. (laughs) In my garage. Yes. The Cobra is literally surrounded by. By tubs. (laughs) Yeah, tubs, tables, like a little assembly line. I saw you guys are doing one for Streetcar Takeover, too. Yeah, so we had a a Streetcar Takeover set. I think Uh they're going to order more from us. We've just. We literally sold out. Yeah, of like so everything. fast. Yeah, so we're on we're on back order, but yeah, um, dude, well, yeah, that's badass for great. you guys. Made I'm, a big sale to like one of the marinas at Texoma. Yeah, so it's awesome. That's awesome. I'm super super yeah. stoked. And that's another thing, you know, a lot of people, and this is a whole different discussion. For you could go listen to anybody and everybody that speaks money or financial advice, but you know, having a passive income and a base, especially right. something you enjoy. And, yeah. you know, you guys may sell the shit out of these for the well, rest of your lives. Well, I mean, lives the goal would be it, to blow up and end up yes. on Shark Tank. And, and then, then you never have to work get again. Get snatched up by yeah. Mark Cuban. And then I could get a GT3 RS. Dude, if that happens, never I will work again. I will quit my job and be your <laughs> photographer any day of the week. You let I me will know. be your assistant. I will, I will travel taking photos of snapback, cowboy yeah. snapbacks all day. I know. So. I know. I, mean, yeah. it, I have to do content for yeah. Cowboy snap, but it's hard. Dude, it's People a don't different realize. game. Yeah. It's tough. I'm yeah. like, okay, guys. Are you sure about that? Can you help me? <laughs> Are <laughs> like, you I, sure about that? Yeah. Kind of follow <laughs> trends and algorithms. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. It's hard. Yeah. I love it. That's so yeah. awesome. So that's another thing. Have you guys, um, when it comes to that point of growth and when it comes to, you know, that business, have you guys had investors or marketing companies or people start trying to reach out and grab you while you guys are still building? Or um. Not anything serious yet for uh, investors. Yeah. Um, I've had some people that are like, hey, that's a really good idea. If you need an investor, let me know. Yeah. But um, but no, nothing serious yet. Dude, I but think, we're in like I two think, stores right now. Yeah. And uh, I think it's going to take off. Yeah. I, I think, I think you know, once we get the boat out. Yeah. And once we start making more and content summit, at the lake. Summer, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think it'll really. Well, dude, if there's any way I can ever help with that, let me know. Yeah, Cause I would sure. love to see you I'm guys. I'm going to need like some video succeed. tips. Cause yeah, I, dude, I got I you guys, whatever. It's dude, it's funny. I actually went and upgraded and bought the new iPhone just for the cinematic oh, mode. Welcome. Yes. I, I don't know how to use it. mine, dude, but the cinematic mode, that's what I do. Like all my IG reels with okay. now. I never have to break out my camera anymore. Yeah. I just open up my iPhone and turn on cinematic mode and, Nice. Dude, it helps. That's yeah. all you need. So I'm super excited for you guys on that one. That will be badass. What other future plans or future things that you have going, things you want to do? Mm. Now, you guys are kind of living the life. You guys have just moved in, bought, and purchased a house a couple years back. Yeah. Um, you guys have the new boat now. Yeah. Now you guys Love are living it. the lake life every now and then, especially oh, when yeah. the weather permits. So. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we've got a pretty sweet wake boat. It's an Axis T23. Which so is also a- orange. Also orange and black. <laughs> yes. Has to match. Yes. Cadillac is black and orange. F two fifty is black and orange. Yeah. Truck is black and orange. Yeah. Boats black and orange. <laughs> There's kind of a trend going yes. going there. In case you couldn't tell. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, I'm excited for summer. I think um I think with the business, you know, going out to Arcadia and then um mm-hmm. on the big weekends going to Texoma. Yeah. I was like, man, we gotta keep some hats. Probably on the boat. On stock, yeah. Yeah, you absolutely. get somebody you get somebody drunk. You're like, gonna need you to. You want to buy one of these dude, right now? Get a fanny pack and just keep it on you, <laughs> and you just take sale orders right then and there yeah. all day long. Hey, Venmo me, PayPal. Uh, yeah. I don't, people don't PayPal anymore. That, <laughs> I just I just aged myself. <laughs> 
Hey, yeah, you can PayPal me. PayPal me. But do it as a gift, not a not yeah. A business friends and family only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing your money back on this one. <laughs> oh, that's well, embarrassing. Well, dude, it was so awesome catching up with you. Yeah, I'm seriously glad on. you came by. Uh, it's awesome it. to have you on. We're gonna have to get you and Dakota on, and maybe even your dad at some point. So I <laughs> talked to him about his car car journey. Yeah, so, oh my gosh, dude, super super happy to have you here. For nice. everyone that wants to keep up with you, um, obviously at SVT underscore Sam on yep, Instagram. That's it. SVT Sam underscore. And then SVT underscore Sam. Just and I'm on, I'm on TikTok too. So becoming a TikTok. But I'm be, not. I don't yes. really post anything cool. It's like, which Pokemon are you? <laughs> <laughs> and then for uh, the snapback plug again. If yeah. You're throw at that in. Cowboy Snapback. Oh, on Instagram and TikTok. Super, so. super awesome to have you. Appreciate you taking the time yeah, to come down I here. I feel honored to even be it's, picked. It's gonna be badass. So Thank I'm you. excited for this episode. This is the second one we filmed now, and um, by the time I get this wrapped up and released, the first one uh, drops next week, and then yours will be permanently episode two. Awesome. So you will be right next on the list. Cool beans. But everybody, uh, especially all things uh, Cobra, forward that and keep up with the Snapchat, uh, Snapback journey. Go ahead and follow her at SVT underscore Sam on Instagram. Shout out to her business. Make sure you go keep up with them in the venture journey as well because I know that's going to take off before you know it. And uh, we will see you episode three. So have a good one. Good night. Take care. Whatever else. Deuces. (laughs) Deuces. We will see you guys later. 